Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Oh, man. A lot of things are happening. i tell you what first thing it is. I looked over and we got Richard Hoskins in the studio. Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru slash front wheel drive Chrysler wizard. Having <laughs> son of a gun. Yeah, and what's, and, and what's happening in upstate? You never seem to see me anymore. No, you know you don't see. Him. There's there's a reason for that. You don't see polio anymore either. We wiped that out. That's right. I thought we got all those too, but apparently I'm see- not. I'm seeing more and more Caprice wagons pop back up though. You know what? Just keep seeing it's the like same it's, white one. It's horrifying. It's like that bad. It's like that bad strain of something that's coming back, like bird flu or something. That's like a priest wagons. <laughs> Thank you. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Thank you, you for that. It, I mean, it, it is like. Like, if I could imagine what a disease right. looks like and it had wheels on it, your wagon would be it. All right. I know, you, I know you've never had these problems because you're rich and you have cool rich people things. But I've noticed a pattern with any LS being built. They don't start on the first turnover. It always My it, LS starts every time. Well, like mine and my truck does too. But if, the, if they're modified in any sort of way, because like mine don't, my buddy Chris is in his truck doesn't, and back when Chris has Corvette it wouldn't. You gotta start it, you gotta crank it, turn it over twice for it to start. So we, we call it the second time every time. It's, yeah. Never mind. You've got a fuel injected car. No, you have a problem. That's what you have. <laughs> I was gonna say it's because it's a Chevy, but I won't do that. I, I know the company I'm in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Really, Richard? Do you want to start that <laughs> fight right drive, now? And yeah. I drive a turbo Dodge that I literally just got back this week. And right. then it all, I thought it broke. Do you really want to talk <laughs> trash? Yeah, I mean, mine is running. It just takes that second crank. R- that's all. Richard is running Mine's too. Running. Oh, no, it started on the first crank today before it, it just, it just leaks and it's just, raining. All right. So, speaking of cars that are somewhat unreliable and odd, obscure, we are actually an obscure. Yes, yeah, a nice word for it. Um, and just, just plain, just weird. Perhaps, maybe even odd. Odd. How about one-hit wonders of cars? You know, I've thought about this though. I mean, like we've heard of one-hit wonders in music. You know. <laughs> I mean, we all know that stuff. Like Marcy's Playground, Sex and Candy? Name one song from Marcy's Playground that's not Sex and Candy. No one can. Go ahead. I could tell Go. you what that song's about, but not on the can radio. Can you imagine when Marcy's Playground and goes in concert? To and the Pickens County Fair. Can you hear the DJ? Can you, <laughs> can you hear the DJ pumping it up? How would you love to do that radio promo? Here, Rob, <laughs> why don't you do the radio promo for Marcy's Playground? Come see Marcy's Playground live at the Pickens County Fair, playing all their... Hit. Playing that song you heard. <laughs> Playing that one song that everyone knows, but nobody really liked. Yeah, everybody's tired of hearing it right now. 
I'm telling you. That's kind of like these cars we're talking about. A lot of it. And you know what, though? I got a little bit of love for some of them because they were cool. I, some I of too. them some of them got a bad rap because of production. Some of them got a bad rap because of poor marketing. Some of them was bad timing. Some of them were just bad. Yeah, some of them were just terrible. Just horrible ideas. They tried to save a dollar, and it showed, and it bit them. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about one-hit wonders of cars, and we're actually actually hitting all three and a few of the uh, the big three, and we're hitting some odd ones in there, too, um, even odder than what they really are. Uh, you know, when you think about that, the one we call these cars. we're talking about cars. Rods. Yeah, kind of. You know, in a sense, we're talking about cars with limited production, or, or they're just bad ideas. I mean, like you know, like I mean, Detroit messes up just like everybody else. You know, I mean, it's just a bad call. Yeah, if you don't believe that, check out the Pontiac Aztec. That one was a bad one. It, it didn't even make was, the list. It sold is, like crazy, which actually, blows my mind. But, I know. But, but you know what? It had a great. It had a great platform though. You know, thirty four hundred V six. The I car mean, is proof that looks aren't everything. Yeah, I promise you. <laughs> or it is. in some cases, anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it just goes. It just goes to show you, ugly guys out there. Look, reliability will get you somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because everybody desires an old Aztec now. I'm telling you, all that plastic cladding. You need what's that stuff that old uh, Danny Coker from Counts Customs pushes? Uh, new something, yeah, the the new trim or whatever. It's vinyl called. restore stuff. You know, you got to wear rubber gloves to put it on. Oh, yeah, that stuff's like forty bucks a bottle, man. I don't think yeah. I'm wasting you, on an Aztec. I mean, well, yeah. the Aztec well, costs twenty two, <laughs> and you pay forty for the new the new trim piece. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. That thing's like plastic cladding and lug nuts. That's all it is. <laughs> this is pretty accurate, With a 3400 V6 jammed in the middle. That's the best part of anything going on in that picture. Like, it's impossible to get a door ding in a Pontiac Aztec, I believe. No, you just scuff plastic. Fortunately, though, if you do have one and you did, you don't really care. It really, I believe the other person would be more worried. That like yeah, some like, Aztec rubbed <laughs> off on them. Did that Aztec just dent my door? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I just get Aztec paint on my car? <laughs> well, it's not paint. It's just plastic cladding. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Did I just get Aztec scuff marks on my car? It's terrible. <laughs> Terrible but, day. But, you know, we're sitting here and we're talking about these one-hit wonder cars. And, you know, we got some good ones here. And I'll tell you what. Let's start, let's start in the basement. Let's go with the oldie. And this is one. I mean, we're talking about a car that is so one-hit wonder, it got its own biopic, the Tucker. Ooh, the Tucker. Way ahead of its time. Preston Tucker. See, we've talked about this And we have. And so this one right here, we're going to kind of skip through it a little bit. But, you know, Preston Tucker was a very interesting guy. He was an inventor. He was a businessman. He was an entrepreneur. And he came up with a design for a car using a flat six. Like a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah, a helicopter-style air-cooled engine. And this car had so many. Made good power, too. Yeah, it made great powers. Rear engine. I mean, this was nuts. The only thing like this at the time was a Volkswagen Bug. But the thing that was cool about it... Yeah, but the Tucker was so far beyond... Well, it was way past the bug. These things were huge. But they had pop-out safety glass. They had the headlight in the center that turned. And if you guys have never seen <clears throat> Tucker, A Man in a Dream, what is this? I think, man, I think it is. Yeah, a Man, a man in a Dream. Dream. That's a great movie. It is. Oh, Bo really Bridge, Bridges knocked it out of the park on that yes, one. And did. I'm not the biggest Bo Bridges fan, but I like that. Yeah, I, I'm such not a fan, I didn't even know his name. Really? Yes. So. I think Robert Duvall would have been a little better than that personally. But you know what? <laughs> Can't go wrong. They didn't call Duvall. me when it was come time to casting. It uh, was, it was maybe he was doing Days of Thunder. I don't I, know. I don't know. It was a great movie about a great man and a great story and what would have been a great car. And it shows why some of these cars are one-hit wonders. Because they the big were three, shut down. Yeah, Big Three shut them down. It's a very cool car. It was a superior product. What well, was less than, what, 48? Less than 50 were made. Uh, 52. Yeah, I think 52, 53. And I think 50 remain. That's crazy, though. 50 remain of the Tucker. Um, 
But those cars, but you know, but it's funny, like when they were filming the movie, you know, you see all the parts, you know, because they had assembly plant and showing them building the cars. They were actually fiberglass reproductions of the parts, but because of that, they're, Rob Ida and some of the street rod guys have actually made fiberglass molds and then reproducing these Tucker bodies. Now, see, that so would be this, fun to have. Well, like back at SEMA, <clears throat> they've got a modded one with like 20s on it, air ride. I mean, this thing is gorgeous. What about a rear engine LS? That's an LS swap I could get into. Yeah, but I mean, this one, this one's actually front end, you know, it's front engine, but well, still right. very cool, though. Well, I mean, it's a Tucker. <laughs> is it, I mean, what's right, you know? But uh, the car is really, really cool. I mean, it's a, they're a gorgeous car. I've been lucky enough to actually see a few of them in person. And um, usually if you do, they got velvet ropes around yeah. them. You don't, yeah, it's kind of not, breathtaking to see one, too. You're not going to see it at the Steak and Shake. But definitely, a, definitely a cool <laughs> car. Definitely a cool car. Yeah, I mean, those those cars are, like I said, they're breathtaking when you actually get to see one. And, and the technology advances, because you got to keep in mind when these cars were built. Oh, yeah. And the technology advances that they had in them that we're using now today. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's I mean, you got to think awesome. about it. You know, the stuff that they have today, cars still have now. Yeah. And it was new then. Yeah. And uh, But it was so funny how he picked and chosen. Like the the safety options, like he was weird about putting seatbelts in because it made it look unsafe. Yeah, that don't work on. But the it cops. has pop out safety glass, and the car actually had like a built in roll cage. They barrel rolled one of these things. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, See, so I'm I'm gonna try that little theory. I'm gonna start cutting the seatbelts out of all my car, and when the cops pull me over, obviously for not wearing one, I'm like, eh, you know, it made the car look a little unsafe. Do you know actually it's a state law when whenever the year seatbelts uh, became mandatory? 68, I 68. 68, yeah. Look, if your car's after 68, you better have it on. Uh, yep. Uh, see, like I installed them in my 63 I had. Right. Because just like I didn't like eating steel dash. You know what I did? I took them out of the Malibu. They were in it, and right. I took them out. I would have. Now, like older me, but younger me, I needed them in there. Because there was an opportunity that I could have ate a steel dash, but yeah, that's bad for business. <laughs> yeah, getting a steel uh, steel front end done to your face there, not good. It's never good. Never, never good. good. Um, never good. But yeah, we uh, put seatbelts in it. But yeah, the law on it was, and I used to carry the law like a printout of the law in the glove box just in case. I don't know. I've never been questioned about that. And in, in, in that, well, usually an older car, you never will. I tell you something else, you can't question these commercial breaks. And they keep coming, guys. We're talking about one hit wonders right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on one zero six three W O R D. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. What are you doing over there? I'm um, thinking about odd cars. You drive odd cars. I know. It's awesome. It's life. Richard Hoskins, what What's are you doing over there? I tell you what, we were talking about the Tucker, and you said something really cool as soon as we had to cut the commercial. Now, And it's very true. The Tucker, what was you saying about that? Up to the date that it was built in 1948, it was the greatest car ever designed. It really it was. It was better than anything else, and that's why it was shut down. It is. It's the man shutting you down. Yeah. It's that, always the man shutting you down. It is. If you create especially something that's like, far superior, especially, then... Especially when I'm doing, like, major burnouts and all, it's always the man shutting me down. That's, or building that's, revolutionary cars. That's kind of the same thing. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got another one for you. How about the Di Tomosa Pantera? Pantera is an awesome car because... The, and, and, you know, I don't want to call it a one-hit wonder, but it was kind of like it was hot, then it went away, but now you're seeing them coming back. Well, they actually made the Pantera up until the early 90s. Right. Um, you know, not in any kind of volume, but, I mean, it really never made them in any great volume. Uh, it was a car that offered all of the performance, the 
panache of big Ferraris, Lamborghinis, but it had a Ford Cleveland in it. Yeah, well, it was like a Countach with a three with a three fifty one. Yeah, that ran. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a Countach that always or, ran. Yeah, yeah, that that would always go. You know, that wasn't and that you didn't have to sit on the door sill to back it up. Exactly. Those were some cool cars, and I tell you what, they were cool cars because they got hot rodded too. Because of that, that's the American ingenuity coming out. You see, three fifty one Ford. But but the thing that's cool though, so you got that Cleveland platform, which these things are a which monster. Is a great platform actually. Oh, it's a good. I mean, in the seventies, that's what everybody wanted. And they were backed. They were backed by a ZF transaxle. I mean, oh, yeah, they're I mean, they good were, stuff. They were built to hell. But but the thing that's cool about them is is because of that American power plant, you had a lot of American ingenuity going into this Italian styling. And, you know, like you've seen these cars with body kits and flared out. I mean, these things were wild looking. Yeah, Some no. of them were. Now you see them twin turboed and everything Well, EcoBoosted. Oh, well, yeah, like Gas Mountain Garage. Well, the first one they built, you know, with the EcoBoost V6. You know, we saw that at SEMA. Or uh, the one they built for, what's the NASCAR guy they built one for? I could tell uh, It'll come to me when it's, I'm asleep tonight. It's that guy. Well, I'll tell you what. When it does, you call Patrick and, and you word it in. He'll work it in for you. Yeah, right without Patrick. Yeah. He'll, Patrick's got us. He'll insert that. But but you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you see these these custom cars, and the prices are going through the roof on these Panteras. I remember personally <clears> when you could buy a Pantera, what's 25, 30 grand? You could buy a perfect one. A Teddy for Bear. 25, 30 grand. Yeah. And I mean, a nice car. And I'm talking about like a nice 72, 73, you know, those Panteras. Now, uh, they're about 60 grand. Yeah. My, my dreams and hopes of owning one just keeps drifting further well, and further away. I mean, I think it's cool because it's like one of those childhood memories. And I've, I've touched on this before, but my dentist, Robert Jarvis, and it's so cool because every time we go to the Greenville Pig and Speedway, he actually raced there, and his name is on the wall. So not only is my dentist the track champion at Greenville Pig and Speedway. That was, my, but, that was my preacher's name as well. But he also drove to a Pantera to work. So the man that cleaned my teeth, we taught cars. I mean, that's that was so cool. That's why your teeth are so good. I mean, do you know times I smoked a cigarette with that man out back and was talking about <laughs> Panteras and Ford problems? And, just, and you're like, I mean, even at a young age, I'm talking about 15, 16 years old, telling them, you know what the faster that thing would be with, with a nice big block Chevrolet in it? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> it wouldn't See, be much bigger physically. Yeah, really. My, my preacher's name was Robert Jarvis. He drove a Silverado. We never talked cars. Well, he, he was a lord, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he, he had nothing to talk about because it always ran. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, but like, he was a cool dentist, though, because this one was all flared out. He had a great porter painted it, and it was candy apple red, and it had, like, the polished inky wheels on it. I think I've seen it. This thing is <laughs> oh, I mean, you'll never forget it. It's a, this looks like something, like a poster you would buy at the book fair. I think this used to show it at the textile center. Exactly. I mean, it was like an old show car. Like, it had yeah. crushed velvet inserts in the seats and stuff. But this thing was so so cool though it at a glance you would think it's a Countach or something like that but it was a Pantera and then when you fired it up and especially when the smoke kind of cleared you knew it was a Ford engine so you knew it was a Pantera <laughs> but I mean it sounded fair good fair enough fair enough but but it was and it was a fast car he actually took me for a ride in it and that that was kind of neat like I was a Crest kid I had no cavities and I got to ride in the Pantera it's a pretty good day, actually. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty that's, good motivator. That's a kick-ass dentist. Take care of your teeth. I'll take you for a ride in the Pantera. That's what I'm saying. No cavities. We're going for a ride. You did good, kid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you're in trouble when your dentist asks you for a light. <laughs> oh, oh that's a story for another time. That's a story for another time. But, but these cars are really cool, though. But because 
you know, the, the, the cars have gotten extremely popular, but they kind of went away. You didn't see them. And now when they pop up, they've gone at, I mean, just insane on price on them. And, you know, Gas Monkey's built a couple of them. And then now you're starting to see uh, the Ring Brothers. They built a cool yeah, one. And actually, Richard Rollins ended up buying it. Yeah. Well, that's what kicked off uh, him building one. Is yeah, because well, because he well, couldn't build one like they could. That's why he yeah, bought he it. He bought the perfect but, uh, example of one, yeah. I mean, Which that car is now mm-hmm. is in a museum now. I mean, my big thing is you got TV and you got talent. I'm just throwing that out there. And, mm. I mean, it, and it's the truth. I mean, Gas Monkey built some nice-looking stuff. Mike Cole and the boys down there, they do okay. They're good. But the Ring Brothers, you don't step in the ring with Ollie just because you think you can box. I'm just throwing that out there. Have you seen what they just got done building? The Javelin thing? Yes, sir. You know what? They probably took the world's ugliest car and did everything they could to make it look like a 69 Camaro. And they did a great job because it's, it's presentable now. It's like a 69 Camaro with hood hump, with fender humps. Yeah. With a C3 vet front. Yeah, exactly. It has fender humps like a C3 vet. Yeah, it's, they pick, Ring Brothers has a uh, taste in bad colors to paint their cars, but they always make it work. Well, but the odd colors is what sells it, man. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes with. I mean, it's a javelin. What color would you paint it? I would. You know what? If I ever had a javelin, which I would, would not, you go with a nice turquoise? No, if I had a javelin out, and I wouldn't mind owning one, I would go with that late race livery package they got—the uh, red, white, and blue stripes. You know what I'm talking about? The, yes, the, the actual, race, the yeah. yo package. Yes. That's what I would do. I'll See, you're throwing those big, like, graphic arts words at me. You know, the livery package? <laughs> Liver? <laughs> I don't uh, eat that stuff. They did race in Trans Am. They raced Javelins. Yeah, they raced in Trans Am. They were the red, white, and blue. I mean, and, and that's what motors. I would make mine look like. I like Javelins. I mean, I don't know. Every of time I see I those, every time I see that, of course you would. The, you would like the odd version. Anybody else would want a Camaro or a Mustang? No, Robert comes out with an AMC. One of these days when I end up with that damn red gremlin, uh, maybe red, white, and blue it. I'm telling you. But every time I see that red, white, and blue, I don't think AMC. I think direct connection Mopar. Uh, yeah. That's the yes, first thing that pops in my that's, head. That's it, it, true. Yeah. And yeah. why has it nobody, out of all the stickers that get put on Mopar products now, all the new chargers and challengers? Because none of those people know what direct connection is. Why <laughs> would? How cool would it be to have a white challenger done in red and blue with direct connection? That thing would be killer. That would be awesome. No, like offense, that, no offense to the Mopar community, but they're too, uh, too busy putting on. GM Grand Sport stripes on their car. Exactly. Hey, hey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I actually put some of this old Richard's car one time. Never mind. But but you know what I mean, though. I mean, it's craziness. It's crazy. I'll tell you what else is crazy. It's commercial breaks, And they keep coming at us. Man, I'll tell you what. we got a lot more one-hit wonders coming up right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Man, we're talking about... Odd rods. One-hit wonder cars. Richard, you know the next thing I want to talk about on our one-hit wonder list. You know, we're talking about the Panteras. We were talking about the Tucker. I've got one. We're going to go full-wheel drive. How about the International Scout? Uh, You know, I don't really consider this a one-hit wonder because it had a little bit longer production run. But They made them for a while, but it don't necessarily mean they're good. And I mean, they do have that little kitschy, cool niche following with uh, the off road crowd. Fo- they got pretty good following, actually. They're very generic. Well, they, I mean, they look like the SUV a five year old would draw. They look like an old Bronco. I think I think uh, it's a good example of a one hit wonder because that's the only vehicle, the only like commercial or not a non commercial vehicle. vehicle that I can think that the, International ever put out. Well, they made the pickup truck, the pickup truck, and, yeah. and the Scout. Yeah, but. 
well, and a scout too, which was well, yeah. just, just the, the new the, scout. The newer scout. But they're they're I don't know. They just didn't have like the pop that Bronco. I like the scout. Dude. I like the scout. I they mean, definitely have a well, following. You, your name is Odd Rod. I don't, I don't know. I just I don't consider that odd. Odd engines. Odd Debbie and Benny are super into scouts. Debbie well, used to have a scout. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like if you got one, you love it. It's like yeah. a Jeep thing. You know, if you're a Jeep guy, you're a Jeep guy. I would like if I could just pick my choice of off-road vehicles, I'd get a scout. See, uh, I don't. Think or I, I would I'd get, get a Jeep. But. I, if I was going to go, see, I'm not a Jeep guy. If I was going classic off-road, classic off-road, I would have to go with a little Bronco. Um, or a cool Blazer. Go old Bronco or the full convertible top blazer. I'm with you there. Like a 72? Mm-hmm. Well, I would probably go 73, 74. I forgot what year they quit doing a full convertible. In the 75, sc- wasn't it? I think so. It's all about a mall crawling CJ7. Now, I mean, and that's cool, too. Now, you got the right CJ. It's a good-looking vehicle. See, I'm weird. I've never been a Jeep fan. I just... I like them. And I'll be honest with you, the new ones are kind of growing on me. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're still like as the four door. Well, like the four. I mean, they're not the same, but I mean, like they're kind of shaped like jeeps. But you know, you got some of them that are lifted with the fuel <laughs> no, wheels. They're and a lot stuff. better than old ones, actually. But 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 you know, with the fuel wheels and all that. Like I mean, they're they're good looking vehicles. I mean, yeah, they're attractive. Yeah. They're attractive vehicles. They've just never blew my skirt up. That's all. So you wear a lot of skirts? Uh, mostly, yeah. That's... I feel weird right now. Um, you know what? <laughs> and this conversation's took a downward spiral. <laughs> Robert, you're like 0 for 3 tonight. <laughs> yeah, really, for weirding people out. It Congratulations. Happens, it happens, don't worry. <laughs> so it's one of my many So, talents. Richard, talking about one-hit wonders. <laughs> it's, it's one of my many, many talents. <laughs> one of my many, 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 many talents. But, <laughs> but you know, I always consider the internationals kind of an odd rod because everything on them is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah Of is. course, they had the odd V8. What was it? It was like a 30. I was about to ask you the same thing, I think it's actually. like a 304. I but, think but 304, it's not a, but it, would it be an AMC motor? I think that? it was an AMC. I think it would be a 304. Engine. I think they just put that in there so you could get it home so you could pull it out and put a small block Chevy motor in there. But, but everything's different. Like the front suspension, I got like torsion bar front ends yeah. under them. Like they're really kind of odd. Um, you know, you'll see every once in a while you'll see that one guy that pops up at a truck show with one or something like that. And, you know, in the off-road ones, either they're extremely nice or they're or extremely beat. rough. Or yeah. you're like, damn, that thing runs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my. It moves? It, it moves <laughs> on its own power? But, I know you didn't wow. drive that here. But, exactly. Where's your trailer? But, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, the, there's no in-between. It's either yeah, showroom. It's either this or that. Showroom it's... or either it's dead. And, um. I mean, either showroom or rougher than two nights in jail, you know? Which is, by the way, it's pretty rough. It is pretty rough. I've only ever done one. Especially especially if you got a dress on a bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you go go there in the skirt. (laughs) It's a bad two nights. I won't tell you something. That makes for a rough time is all it does. It makes for a really rough time. But, I mean, you know, so it's definitely an odd ride. All right, let's shift gears. We're going to pick on the GM guys a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. How about the Chevrolet SSR? Uh, you know what? That's a bit obscure. You know, that's a that's a that's a. And we got a couple of these lollipop nostalgia cars coming know, up in this list. We, we need to do a shout Did. out if uh, we're talking about the SSR to the gentleman that had the silver one, Alex. Oh, at Motorfest, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Alex Tomovic. That's got to be the cleanest, most chromed out SSR on the planet. Oh yeah, he's got every billet option on it, but it looks amazing. Um, but he didn't register for the show. It's immaculate. Oh, man, I wish he would have, too. <laughs> I mean, it, we'll fix that fall motor. But to, to me, an SSR is a I guy. will make him an SSR award. Like, uh, he does, uh, yeah. The SSR of the world award. If anyone's ever earned it. He has. <laughs> 
Um, the SSR to me, though, is kind of like a it's, a, it's an older gentleman's truck, um, but it's a guy that really wanted a Corvette, but still kind of hauled a couple things. What are you hauling? It's got a wood bed that's carpeted. Your golf clubs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you haul? A preschooler you, back there? I mean, your golf clubs is what you haul. China. Okay. So I, I think he plays golf. My dad actually bought one of these things. I can see that a bright red one. I, yep. And uh, he had it for about three days. And I mean, like, like I'll never forget me and my dad. There's actually a picture on Facebook of me and my dad riding around with the top down and saying, "I took a selfie," and like we like he's like, "I don't like it." I said, "Me either." He said, "It's gone." <laughs> Like, like, I mean, he's just like, anyway, I'm bought a new Corvette. But, I mean, yeah, and yeah. they're cool. They were a little underpowered with the 5.3. Now, the last ones actually had... Six liters. Exactly. Yeah. So, they had, a, they had a little more backup, and you could actually get a six-speed manual transmission one, which would make it a lot more. That. It was an option in the six-speed trim again. They're, they're unique. Um, There's actually an LS2 in uh, it. They're like uh, a 390 power. horsepower. Yeah, LS2 is a 6.0. Yeah. But, I mean, so, I mean, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um... You know they're they're kind of awesome trucks in their own right. They uh, uh, they definitely are going to hold their place in time, and that their value is staying up. The value um, is staying up. They dropped a little bit because they were like forty. Yeah, they're forty three thousand. They're at that, that twenty five to thirty but, mark right now. But you know they kind of came out in that whole <laughs> lollipop nostalgia thing. The PT Cruisers. Yeah, everything and, was coming out. And the the the, 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 Lev, the, Lev, the Jim <clears throat> Thunderbird, the HHRs. And, and actually, we got like I said, we we're actually going to touch on the Thunderbird. That was another one. The old Thunder Turd. Yeah, but you know what? They were cool, but they kind of like missed the mark with the bugs. The new bugs come out. It was that whole lollipop nostalgia thing, you know? Uh, they were great driving cars. Well, it was. Well, I want to tell you something about this style of nostalgia. I always, and this is how I picture it in my head, and I look at things a little different than most. But it's like Hello Kitty meets fifties nostalgia. Yeah, you just you just. Spoke over the mind of half our listeners, I'm pretty sure. But you know what I'm talking about. Very rounded, very um, just bubbly. Yeah, they are. It, you know, No it, hard features at all. It was kind of funny. My my uncle works at GM. Well, he works at Cadillac up in uh, uh, Lansing. Uh, I think that's where the plant's at. That's where my car was, man. <clears throat> yeah, so that's where he works. Um, and he, you know, he's up there in the, in the industry and sees all these things coming out. And I remember he was down here one summer, and it was just when the PT Cruiser was released. But no one down here had them. They're all over up there, obviously, because they make them up there. But no one down here had one yet, and he was telling us about them. Because they got sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when those things first came out, though, it was actually like a lot of people took it as pretty cool. Well, that, I mean, they were they, actually an impressive car when they came out. And then they realized it was a rebody neon, and the cool factor kind of... Well, well, it's like, actually a little different from yeah, a neon. I, I mean, mean, it they, shares components. They share components. Uh, completely different. The thing, the thing I found to be always funny about it, because and, and, I remember someone told me it was on a neon chassis and all that, is the window uh, switches to roll down the windows are all in the center console. I was like, man, they're too lazy to run wiring over through the doors. My Daytonas are in the center. Four transits uh, like that. Yeah, old Camaros, uh, Firebirds. It's, it's, it's not yeah, an uncommon thing now, but that was the first time I'd seen it. Is yeah. in the PT Cruiser. Well, and, and, and your Corvettes were like that. Yeah, your seventies yeah. vets had really had the doors which were in the center. Oh, actually, they're all no, C fours. Yeah, also C fours were in the center. Also, but uh, uh, if you stop to think about it, it kind of makes some logical sense. Really, it makes some sense. But you know, they're already running wires into the doors for lights and things like that. I mean, I guess it's more of a design huh. thing. Yeah. But but on the other hand, I mean, it's kind of cool too. So. I mean, yeah, if they put it on the door, how are you going to spill a drink in it? Duh. <laughs> you know? That actually makes no sense. Why don't you put it in the door? But but you know what I'm saying. But then we're kind of getting off track a little bit. 
But yeah, you know this this whole styling thing, you know this bubblegum pop nostalgia thing. It was really hot, and these things took off, and they sold like crazy. Remember, they had that purple. They had these special edition ones. They had that purple one that came out. Had the matching guitar with it. Yeah, and they then the they had an Andy Pace car too. Yeah, they did. Had yeah. an Andy Pace car SSR. Yeah, um, which would be a rare bird to get your hands on. They probably didn't make very many of those. I don't. I'll be honest. I'm trying to theme thing. What it I don't looks know if like. they even replicated it. Uh, they may. I think they replicate all of them. I have to look it up. I mean, I, they couldn't have made many they because did, they but didn't. I can't make, recall ever seeing. One. Yeah, me either. I, and I'll be honest with you. When's the last time you even seen? When's the last time you seen an SSR other than Alex? Other, other than Alex? Other than Alex's? And I don't know. A, um, golly, and I, I'm gonna feel so bad too because I'm. Almost, they had the yellow, the red. They made black ones. Yeah, I'm silver. Yeah, obviously, I'm almost certain the guy listened to the show, and I'm gonna feel so bad. But there's a, a guy I'm friends with on Facebook. He's got a very nice purple one, and. He came to uh, yes, he did. show in the hole. Yep, and golly, I cannot think of his name to save my life. Very, very cool. I mean, they're but, very neat, and then it's a convertible truck. i tell you another odd one that's not going to make the list. How about the Dakota convertible trucks? I love them. I do, too. I always like those. Even with a 3.9 V6, Th- I like Those them. are rare birds as well. Extremely rare birds. Invaluable. Very, very valuable. i tell you what else is valuable is keeping these sponsors happy on these commercial breaks. It's actually very valuable to us being in the studio. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It helps keeps the light keeps the lights on here. Hot rods and happy hour. Guys, I tell you what, we're talking about uh, we're talking well, don't we're not talking about I'm talking to Odd Rod. We're talking about one hit wonders <laughs> yes. right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. one oh six three W O R D All right guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod, don't you got some SSR numbers for us because I do, actually. you get nerded out on production numbers especially when we say indie pace cars <laughs> which I, I actually cannot find the production number on the pace cars they made and this is very interesting because i don't think they made very many reproductions of these um the thank S- goodness we're kind of ugly yeah, yeah they were <laughs> um the ssr was uh made from 04 to 06 however gm rushed to early production in 03 to get the pace car out there hell they made the diecast cars i think five years before they even came out yeah i don't think they had to break a mold to make this 03 happen but yeah. um they did rush it ahead of time but like kids were getting these things for christmas like five years before. <laughs> kids were getting these things for christmas and like when the, when the when the it's kind of like the new camaros that so was another thing that was what crazy is this of the future yeah really <laughs> um but no i mean they didn't make very many of these guys uh i think during the whole time a total of twenty four thousand one hundred and fifty were made how funny would that be be like what is this trick of the future uh it's gonna be kind of like lukewarm successful and your grandpa's gonna love it yeah but the, you know the 06 like you were talking about did have the ls2 and made 400 horsepower so six speed would be fun too six speed would be fun but oh, I mean, grandpa would be spry you know you gotta think that that's no different than the trailblazer ss just in a smaller package so that's eight thousand a year uh, they made quite a few of them puppies. Yeah, I mean, I, I see. I don't. I don't consider twenty four thousand a high production number. My Daytona, the Turbo Z in eighty six, they only made seventy seven hundred of them, and I mean, it's a car. It's like a it's, car. It's not, the SSR. I mean, people bought it for a reason. You know, typically not as their daily vehicle. I mean, that's. I'm surprised they made that many. I'm surprised they made that many. I still don't consider it a high production number since that's total production of that car. Well, not in the um, grand scheme of like vehicles. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you set up next next to my pace car, and they only made twenty four hundred of them. Now that was the pace car model. They might have made twenty four million of those uh, deltas, but. Um, I don't know. I just don't consider twenty four thousand a high production number. I call it moderate. Yeah, I'd call that moderate. Uh, yeah, I would say I would definitely put it like a, on a C on collectability. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a C on collectability. Well said. Oh lord! All right, I tell you what, I got another one hit wonder for you. 
All the way from Canada, eh? Eh? <laughs> the Bricklin SV1, which stood for Safety Vehicle 1. And I'm going to tell this you. This little maple terror. I'm well, telling you what, actually. I, I love these cars. You would. I absolutely. They were the most worthless. Absolutely love these cars. car, sports car ever made. It kind of looks like the. Uh, okay, like you remember that 80s song, The Safety Dance? <laughs> Do the safety That's dance. That's this car. <laughs> it was about uh, as cool. Yeah. The. Uh, Do you remember the cartoon of Inspector Gadget? Yes. Best way to describe yeah. it. That kind of looks like his exactly. car. Exactly. It looks like Inspector Gadget's car. Yeah. Um, the Bricklin was a very safe vehicle. You know, it was designed to be safe. Actually, actually, no, it wasn't. No, no that, actually, no, but it was, it was, this it was car was designed, not safe at all. But it was designed to be safe. Right. It had going doors. It was kind of like the DeLorean before the DeLorean came out. Um, it was like the love child of a DeLorean and a Pantera. No, 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 Don't say that about Panteras. See, it looks like a very cheap kit car. No, you're going to hate me even worse here. I say the front, like right around the wheel well, the fender area, looks like a C4 vet. No, it yeah, because it's half circle. It looks like pretty much any car. <laughs> it looks like a wheel goes in there. Yeah, it looks like it's a wheel wheel to me. Similarities in. Oh, look, look, look how funny that is. Look as I just scroll uh, through that Corvette. That's a C3 Corvette. I know that's a C3, but which is nothing actually, like that. A C3 Corvette's a very, very sexy car, and you're treading on sacred ground there. I'm just throwing that out there. Look, look here. Here's a picture of a Bricklin and a C3 vet the racing. C3 vet that's was the, the funniest only, part. That was the only car that the Bricklin was ever compared to, <laughs> and it's pretty unanimous it's pretty bad when a mid-70s c3 corvette is known as the better car than its main <laughs> competitor because that wasn't great years for gm no well i mean the thing oh my goodness it's what a police car Why? it is inspector gadget's car <laughs> inspector but, but but the sv1 a little quick rundown like i said it was a v8 front engine rear wheel drive car and it was built on safety it was actually the very first car that didn't feature an ashtray and this is 1974 which Smoking the Marlboro Man, that was in his main stride right there. I mean, he was like Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, come and on. They're, and, they're, and they're pushing littering. Yeah, really, because I guess they want you to throw it out the window, I guess. I don't know. But the thing that's crazy about these cars is everything was safety-related. Of course, it was called the Safety Vehicle 1. But the thing that's even cooler is, is it was actually started by a guy named Malcolm Brickland. Do you know who Malcolm Brickland is? He's the former founder of Subaru. Go figure. Yeah. That's, after looking at the styling of the SV1, that's not incredibly uh, surprising. Well, uh, if you it, look at it is British. <laughs> if you look at some Subaru I'm surprised styling. You don't have, I'm surprised you don't have seats in the back of it you strap in. <laughs> On the hatchback. Oh, yeah, that would be classy. Um, actually, it failed miserably. You know, they actually started out with an AMC 360 V8. See, I don't, I don't see why you're hating so bad. To me, that is an awesome, awesome car. I mean, they're neat. I'm glad they exist. It was just a crappy car. It was extremely crappy. Right. And it had a, an AMC 360. We're not calling it a Chrysler 360. It's just uh, AMC 360. It's a board out 304 yeah and then you've got <laughs> the, gr the gremlin x motor <laughs> hey, hey. it's different there. at least it's a gremlin <laughs> you know what i'm saying and uh don't be down don't be down talking gremlins i'm not we're talking about to this. the man that drives it in a 91 caprice okay i'm just throwing that out there yeah, to, but to the man that drives kids, the front wheel drive dodge almost traded it for a gremlin kids kids play nice <laughs> all right okay All-Nights. i do not want to be in the middle of this conversation right now <laughs> But the thing that's really cool about it is they actually changed drivetrains in these cars midstream. And in 75 and 76, they went to the Ford 351 Cleveland, which was also in the Pantera. So they actually picked up a little more potent ponies, I would say. 
but um, they were still. Uh, you know what? I like it. You know what? But like all the colors were like safety orange and yeah. safety white. I mean everything. Safety was, red, yeah. safety green, I'll, I'll, safety dance. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I'll, every, I like I like when companies like this do this though, because I mean you got like GM. GM, you know, they have the Corvette, and it's got the whatever they're calling this small block, and then they keep moving it, and it's the tune port. Now it's the LT1, then it's the LS1. Now we're back to the LT models again, it, but it's always a GM power plant. Us, or Brickland, AMC, straight up and Ford. Just yeah, totally okay. swap well, manufacturers. I mean, well, they actually, it was pretty, <laughs> I mean, they were the going Not the 351 broke. Cleveland's proudest I mean, moment. they had $21 million worth of debt in four years. Uh, yeah, twenty one, and we're talking about in the seventies, twenty one million. So, so, that was, I'm pretty sure, that was like the national deficit back then. So they did beat Delorean at something. <laughs> maybe, maybe they should have started dealing drugs too to help curb the cost. I mean, it's insane. John can teach him a trick or two. <laughs> Old John boy can show you a trick, you know. But I mean, this is this is, I mean, really a crappy car. Like the coolest one ever made. Speaking of Canadians, uh. Was a chop cut and rebuild? Actually, yeah. built a hot rod Brickland, which I can't even believe I said that. But um, <laughs> it's odd rod Brickland. Yeah, it's like a hot rod b- b- Brickland. I can't even get well, that by, out. I mean, by definition, it's a hot rod. So uh, <laughs> yeah. coming from the man drive station wagons. But anyway, that by definition, is a hot rod. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Hot. I'll be honest with you. Anything's much hotter than what it had. I promise you. <laughs> you, mean, um, you mean that three hundred five paperweight? Exactly. <laughs> but. I mean, it's I mean, it's cool. I had the gold wing doors. I see the '70s style, and you know, it had the the slotted kind of striker mags on it. You know, or what we call it, like vector style wheels yeah, the, on it. The wheels look good. Yeah, the the wheels were great. If you if you had an open car trailer that needed a set of aluminum wheels, those wheels would look great. I'm not sure on the bolt pattern, but if they're small Ford bolt pattern, you could be in luck. You know, I, I'm actually I'm, I'm more I'm more disappointed than anything. <laughs> you sound like a mother. I, mean, I, I I truly am here. I figured of all people in this room, Richard would be on my side on liking the Brooklyn. I, I I don't dislike them. They were just crap. <laughs> well, I mean, Richard, there, there's a lot of crappy cars, but this I, one just happened to be a cool crappy. If car. I got to pick between a DeLorean and a Brooklyn, I'm Personally, going DeLorean. Well, like, I am too. But it was a real car, at least. I'm gonna go, go DeLorean too, but mine's and gonna look like a time the machine. The Brooklyn is probably one of the few cars that the DeLorean is probably, honestly, as fast as. And and it's a DeLorean. Yeah, and it's a DeLorean. Yeah. Right? Could like, you imagine Back to the Future if they used a Brooklyn? They Especially wouldn't have, they they have made it. They'd have, they'd have got <laughs> stuck in like '78. <laughs> they wouldn't have made it all the way back to 55. <laughs> the, th- the 360 AMC Doc better be a hell of a mechanic, too. <laughs> Ran out of gas and blew its carburetor yeah, off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Brooklyn would never travel at that 88 mile an hour oh, either. Oh, Lord. i tell you what else keeps traveling up on us is these commercial breaks. Yes, sir, they do. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot of one-hit wonders in the automotive world right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.